Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again to Oaklawn Game Day with Zach Gillum. I'm Justin Acri, and we are thrilled to have you. Had a pretty successful week last week, Zach. Missed the lock of the week, and more on that in a moment. But overall, a lot of fun, and I think we were really on track with most of our picks last week. Absolutely. I was going to say, I felt like uh, you gave out a lot of good uh, options for the guests to follow. There was only that one, unfortunately, that got you. Yeah, well, the one that it was the lock of the week ended up being Kentucky, and Kentucky obviously not only didn't cover the 10 points that I thought they would, they didn't win the game outright, so congratulations to South Carolina. A lot of that had to do with the fact that their quarterback was out, and that was information we did not have when we made the pick last Wednesday and so I will say this we try to give the best advice we can based on the information we have when we do the podcast but you gotta use a little common sense and if Saturday morning rolls around and you realize Kentucky's quarterback's not gonna be available I wouldn't throw a whole lot at Kentucky at that point but I still thought they'd win the game so kudos to South Carolina for overcoming yeah absolutely as you say I mean all we can do on Wednesday is give out what we know so when things change you definitely have to take that into account um you know I thought it was interesting too we had people Saturday watching the TV screen um very closely and they saw KJ out there dressed on the field throwing balls so Mm -hmm. they were all assuming he was going to play but um, as we saw he did not yeah well unfortunately that was another time where Arkansas didn't cover they were almost a lock to cover last season didn't cover Saturday and I think that's the second or third time maybe the third time this year where that's been the case I think they're 500 against the number this year as well Uh, we went uh, boy I got a bunch right though we had TCU Oklahoma State I loved Oregon over Arizona in the nightcap in the Pac-12 and they drilled them Tennessee got the job done as well in dominating fashion and TCU TCU had to kind of bite our fingernails a little bit. The other one that I liked a lot that didn't work out too well was BYU. And, of course, they did almost nothing offensively. I'll give them credit, though. They did come back and make it interesting in the second half. And, unfortunately, for the Cougars and me, they lost the game. And, hopefully, that is the case again this week as they host Arkansas. So, we'll talk about that as we get into our picks. Let's talk about national championship odds, Zach. They continue to fluctuate. Last week, Georgia was your favorite at plus 200. Still the favorite, but by a little less. I don't understand why more money is not being dumped on Ohio State. They've been the most consistent performer so far and yet people still want to back the defending champions and i'm okay with that too yeah absolutely i mean it was interesting to see ohio state move into that second spot last week and that is where they remain you have georgia plus 150 ohio state plus 175 alabama at 250 and then big jump up to clemson at plus 1200 usc at 2000 michigan at 2200 and then this one's intriguing to me because of this weekend's matchup tennessee at plus 4500 all right, let's talk about, before we dive too far into that, we need to get into a few of the items of note at Oaklawn, and we always talk about the music at Pops Lounge. you got a couple of big events coming to the event center. Always want to make sure we're promoting the great restaurant options. you got casual dining and, of course, the Bugler and the Oak Room and Bar on the weekends. So much to do here. As you said, all the details for what we have going on is at oaklawn.com, but we have our spin and win going on on Mondays, a 50-plus frenzy Tuesdays, Hot Springs Village Days on Thursdays, Ladies Night Out on Fridays. 
And for that giveaway this month on the 15th from 6 to 10 p.m., we will be giving uh, qualifiers every 15 minutes. Um, they will receive a gas card, and then we will come back, and on the 15th we will do a drawing for the Lincoln Nautilus. So going to be giving away a car. That's going to be a lot of fun. You're giving away a whole car, Zach? Whole car. Not just a piece of it, all of it. Well, that's good, yeah. If you just gave me, like, a front quarter panel, that wouldn't do me a whole lot of good. That's amazing. That's a great yeah. prize, man. Are you kidding a- a- me? Absolutely. And then um, also at the end of the month, Spooklon. This is going to be a lot oh, of yeah. fun. We're going to have a ha- Halloween party that Saturday, October 29th from 6 to 11 p.m. We're going to have costume contest. Um, there is a lot going on on that, so I'm not going to cover all the details. Again, oaklawn.com for that. We have college watch parties going on for Arkansas games. Those doors open at 1.30 for Pops Lounge. Game this week is at 2.30, so we will always open the doors an hour before the game. We also have in Pops this Friday and Saturday night from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. the Parker Francis Band. And then as you alluded to, we have some headline entertainment coming up. Um, Aaron Lewis on the 22nd of October has sold out, so hopefully you got your tickets. But in November, we have Voices of Rock Radio on the 19th. We have Little River Band on the 26th. And then looking a little further down the road, Purple Rain, the Prince Tribute Show, is going to be on January 1st at 7 p.m. For all that were able to attend that last year, that was one of the most um, well-reviewed performances we had so i highly recommend you get your tickets i know those are selling very quickly and then a little further in january on the 21st we have great white and slaughter i love it sounds good always fun again always oaklawn.com you can book your room and get all the information on everything happening at the resort there all right don't forget to download the sports app to oaklawn sports it is available for android and iphone there's also in-game betting lots of options there and it works with all of your tablets and laptop again you want to do teasers parlays whatever it's really easy at the uh, oakland sports app so get into it my friends national championship we talked about georgia's your favorite ohio state is now second favorite and for alabama backers with bryce young coming back soon maybe this week maybe next week they've obviously got a huge test with tennessee but alabama might have some value right now. Coming in at your third choice, Alabama plus 250. Georgia still as your top choice, 150, uh, plus 150. Ohio State plus 175. Um, and then Clemson, big jump up, plus 1,200. USC at 2,000. Michigan, 2,200. And the one that's really catching my eye, Tennessee right now at plus 4,500. Yeah, if Tennessee passes the test against Alabama this week, clearly that number is going to go down significantly. So Vol backers, if you want to get on them, now might be the time. Let's get into games this week. Arkansas, BYU, we've been really circling this one for a long time, Zach. I had a debate with uh, one of our contributors today about the total it's a high number i think it's going to go under he thinks it's going to go over and he's got a lot of background when it comes to football but uh, the biggest thing the biggest news with this game is that byu opened as the favorite and now byu is the underdog at home arkansas currently minus two total at 66 yeah i think you've got a beat up quarterback on one side and at uh, byu he says his shoulder's fine jaron hall gunner romney also one of their players that's uh, a key contributor is expected to play got some other guys though that aren't 100 percent arkansas in the same boat kj's back but obviously they're just piecing it together on the back end don't know about slusher and some other dbs so i think even though the defenses are a little beat up for some reason i just think teams are going to lean on the run game i like the under here and i don't know about the pick man but if i'm gonna you know if kj's back i gotta feel good about arkansas's chances to go get a win and man you'd hate for them to lose four and then go into a bye week as you alluded to, this was one I really had circled on the calendar. I was hoping the BYU was maybe undefeated one loss, Arkansas won one loss, but, you know, it's still looking to shape up to be a good game. And as you said, both teams really need this win to springboard their season. Yeah, I think like a 31-27 game, something like that, but something that will get them, uh, you know, safely under the total. So that's just my thought on it, you know, and I know there's certainly plenty of arguments with the uh, potential for the offenses to go over, but that's where I'm at right now. Arkansas State, Southern Miss. Interesting stat on this one is Arkansas State goes on the road as a slight road 
underdog, correct, Zach? Correct. All right, my note is the teams are combined 9-2 and two against the spread. They have each missed once, and if my information is correct or my memory serves, I believe those misses were last week. We know that Arkansas State lost their game against the spread last week and outright to James Madison. James Madison, of course, remains perfect against the number. We'll talk about them in a second. And I think that was the first miss by Southern Miss against the number last week. So Arkansas State on the road as a dog by how much and what's the total? Yeah, looking at this one, Southern Mississippi minus four currently. Total in this one at 54 and a half. Should be a fun one and a good shot for Arkansas State to get a road win, which would be huge. FCS this week in state. UCA's at Kennesaw State. UAPB's at Alabama State. Stay tuned for lines on that one. We'll see. Both going to be tall orders. Kennesaw moving to Conference USA, corner reports, and they were picked to win their league. So UCA coming off a high-scoring loss last week, 52-49 at home. They are uh, going to have their hands full this week in a completely different kind of game. Should be more of a low-scoring defensive battle, I think. Let's talk about some league options here as far as picking winners. And Ohio State is... I think, again, the most consistent performer. And if you're uh, wanting to back them to win the Big Ten, you're going to have to lay a pretty good chunk of money. Big Ten looking like a two-horse race or really a one-horse race at this point, (laughs) looking at the odds. Ohio State minus 400, Michigan at plus 550. Next team is Penn State at plus 1,000. Yeah, I think this is Michigan's last best test. Michigan, of course, hosting Penn State this weekend, and we'll talk about that in our picks. Pac-12, Oregon, and USC now way up top. Utah hosting USC this weekend, though, Zach. I put a futures wager in a while back on USC at plus 200 and that number has dropped but this weekend will be very very critical as far as what the odds look like next week. Oregon right now plus 150 co-favorites with USC and then you have UCLA at plus 250 Utah at plus 800. Yeah the values at UCLA right now impressive test past the last couple of weeks admittedly both at home I believe against Washington and then against uh, Utah so good for UCLA and we'll see if the Utes can bounce back this week at home against USC. In the Big 12 it is wide open. We talked about Oklahoma State last week. They were the favorites going into last weekend they won their game and they covered their number but it wasn't an overly impressive performance this week we got a jumbled up mess and texas with the dominating performance against what seems to be a bit of a beleaguered oklahoma team they are in front now as the favorite texas now as your favorite plus 200 tcu at plus 250 oklahoma state 275 and kansas state at plus 450 Baylor, uh, double digits at plus 1,200. Speaking of numbers moving, TCU's hosting Oklahoma State this week, so the winner of that game will likely have their odds go down significantly. So if you feel good about that game, might want to jump on it. And then uh, you got some interesting games coming up. TCU's still going to go to Texas and to Baylor. Texas has a really tough schedule ahead, Zach. At Oak State, Kansas State, hosting TCU. At Kansas, who lost their quarterback for the year, so that game looks much less arduous than it did. And they're going to host Baylor. So Texas has a lot of their hardest games at home, but they've got some tough games coming up left. So uh, I don't know how much I want to back Texas to win the league, but uh, they are currently the favorites. Against the spread, I mentioned it. James Madison remains now as the only team that has not lost or tied a game against the number after beating by a significant margin Arkansas State last week. TCU, if you like trends, watch out for them this week. They're 4-0-1 against the number. Kansas 5-0-1 against the number. And those are the three teams that have not lost yet this year. Then you got Wake Forest, Tulane, Texas, Arkansas State, and Troy at 5-1. and one. Tennessee's 4-1 and one against the number, so if you followed the Vols, they've obviously got their biggest test to date. Mississippi State's 4-1-1. One one. Mike Leach's bunch with a dominating win. Got another victory against the number last week as well. And then on the other side of things, Fresno State and Colorado 0-5 against the spread this year. And some one-win teams against the number this year. Auburn, Nebraska, 
Boston College. So keep that in mind when you're doing your picks. Let's go to Wednesday night's game, Zach. We also have Major League Baseball on Wednesday continuing. You can get in-game, and there's a really good matchup with the Dodgers tonight. And then you've also got, of course, your favorites to win the Major League Baseball, uh, you know, the World Series. So we'll talk about that. But uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Marshall. This is a Marshall team that earlier this year, of course, beat Notre Dame. Louisiana's got a new coach and trying to kind of get back to that standard they had set. Tall order it on a Wednesday night. Yeah, looking at this one, Marshall, double-digit favorite, minus 10.5, total at 46.5. On Thursday night, short week for Baylor. I like the Bears on the road against West Virginia, but they're going to have to lay some points to get the win. Correct. Baylor currently minus 3.5 total on this one at 55. And then Central Florida. Looks like Gus has him playing pretty good ball, hosting Temple on Thursday. Correct. Minus 23.5 against Temple, and the total at 46.5. Friday, nothing sexy, but money to be made. Zach, if you can't live with the – what is it? What's it? If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with? Well, I can't be with the one I love on Friday, but I could love either one of these games if there's money to be made. Navy is at SMU on Friday night. Yes, SMU currently a 12.5-point favorite in this game, and the total at 57.5. And And then I honestly didn't even realize that Florida International still played football, but apparently they're going to play a home game against Texas San Antonio as huge underdogs, or under Panthers in their case. Yes, UTSA is currently favored, minus 33.5, total at 63. Okay, again, not great matchups. But there is money to be made. Just got to pick the right side, folks. It's real simple. On Saturday, let's get to it. We got some great games in the SEC. Alabama, Tennessee. Bryce Young is the question mark. If he plays, most of us love Alabama to find a way. But Tennessee's offense among the nation's best. In fact, I think they're number one in scoring offense, but they are among the nation's leaders in total offense as well. Defensively, they've been very deficient on the back end. Against the run, pretty good, but it's probably because they're giving up all those passing yards. Yeah, and looking at this, Alabama currently going on the road is a seven and a half point favorite, total at 65. Seven and a half makes me think people believe that Bryce is playing. If he doesn't, look out. Tennessee's going to be in great shape. Auburn Ole Miss in Oxford. I don't really trust Ole Miss yet. But I certainly don't think much of Auburn either. I've been very impressed with all the controversy, how Brian Harson's team continues to come out and play seemingly very hard, and yet they find ways to lose just about every week as well. Ole Miss, pretty huge favorite at home. It's an 11 o'clock kick. Correct, yeah. Currently a little over two touchdowns, minus 14.5 on Ole Miss, the total at 54. Man, I don't think much of Auburn, but that makes me nervous. Anyway, Vanderbilt helped me out last week because they got smoked by Ole Miss. At least Ole Miss scored late to cover, so let's just put it that way. Vanderbilt was competitive. Huge dog at Georgia. We are all of the assumption that uh, this could be a really, really nasty game. The bull, the uh, Bulldogs may just absolutely open up a can on the Commodores. Yeah, and the, and the odds are, or the spread is looking that way. Minus 38.5 on Georgia, total at 58. Yeah, I gotta go with that man i like georgia i'm gonna I'm I'm a lay the 38 and a half this feels like a 52 to 10 game is that enough that's 42 points right yeah that's enough all right lsu at florida i really like lsu i think brian kelly's doing a great job this is kind of a matchup of bad quarterbacks and not two great teams lsu is seriously though i mean you're talking about a play away from being undefeated so i'm gonna take uh i take the tigers on the road in the swamp i hate to do it at night but uh i will what's the line yeah, and right now getting a few points because Florida is minus 2.5 and, and the total at 51. Yeah, that line's held steady, so that makes me feel better. Mississippi State riding high after the win at Arkansas. And this line surprised me a little bit, Zach. Thought it might be more. Levis is day-to-day with his foot injury. I don't know that I expect him to play this week at this point, but we'll see. What is the line? And if he's not mobile, look out. I mean, I'm not saying Mississippi State's great defensively, but if they get after him, it's really going to be a tough day again like it was last week against, frankly, a South Carolina team that I don't think a whole lot of. Yeah, and this one has shifted just a bit towards Kentucky. We have Mississippi 
State minus six and a half, total at 47. Yeah, I just can't believe he's good to go. All right, well, money has moved towards Kentucky. Interesting. I love Iowa State this week. I normally never back my alma mater, Zach. You know I'm a pessimist when it comes to my team. And Texas is playing great. Don't be wrong. They just ran roughshod over Oklahoma. Got a pretty low total here, and I like the under. But I like Iowa State plus their big number. More than two touchdowns still, yes? Still, yes. Texas currently minus 16.5, total at 49.5. I'm not a complete lunatic. I do think Texas will win. I just think it'll be a close game or closer than that, maybe a 10-point game max. Kansas at Oklahoma. I don't trust Oklahoma at all. They got beat. I mean, they got shut out and crushed. Interesting stat last week in the Big 12, Zach. You had all these Big 12 games. The only teams that were playing in the Big 12 last week where neither team was ranked was Oklahoma-Texas. Bizarre. Oklahoma got smoked. But Kansas, completely different team without their quarterback. Yeah, looking at this one, as you said, kind of a head-scratcher, but we'll have to wait and see uh, as we get closer to the game if this one moves around. Oklahoma currently minus 9, total at 62.5. Yeah, I really want to back Kansas, but I can't without their quarterback. Minnesota-Illinois expect a low-scoring affair. Illinois, of course, blew out Iowa last week 9-6. to six. That was a final score. Illinois is in the top 25. These are two great defenses. Both offenses have had their moments. Minnesota's more so. Low-scoring affair, I think. Illinois at home. But they're catching points. They got Minnesota on the road as a favorite. Minnesota favored currently by 6.5 points, total at 39.5. Let's go, Team Burt. We'll see how uh, Coach Bielema's bunch gets it done this week. North Carolina State, everybody thought a lot of them early in the season. Uh, that's kind of dropping off a little bit in Syracuse, man. You got that dome. Weird things happen. Yeah, Syracuse currently favored by a little more than a field goal, minus 3.5, total at 43. All right, I told you Arizona's going to get beat last week and they did they got crushed washington has really had me scratching my head lately i don't like what the uh what the what are they zach washington 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 huskies that's right thank you they've been such dogs lately i couldn't remember them yeah looking at this one the washington uh huskies are minus 14 and a half total at 73 yes i am so disappointed in the washington huskies right now all right here's a couple of games i really really like all right down the stretch Clemson's at Florida State. Florida State's lost two in a row, both to teams that Clemson has beaten. Clemson's going to Tallahassee. I love Clemson this week. I'm rooting for Michael Norvell, and I'm rooting for the Seminoles, but I love Clemson to win. Yeah, and Clemson currently favored by three and a half points total in this one at 51. I think that number will move toward Clemson before the week is out. Stanford's at Notre Dame. Notre Dame won 28-20, I believe, was the final last week. Uh, And... Stanford's 0-2 on the road by 18 points exactly in losses to Washington and to Oregon this year. Stanford's catching 17 at Notre Dame this weekend? That is correct. Notre Dame minus 17, total at 53. I like Stanford catching the 17. I think they're going to lose, but I think they'll cover. USC's at Utah. I really want to bet this game. I think what I would do in this one, Zach, I don't know what the total is. I need to look at that. Can you tease the total and the, the line? Absolutely. Okay. So I would tease USC... Give them six extra to nine and a half. And then what's the total? The total is currently at 65. 65. Get that down to 59. Give me USC teased to nine and a half and the total at 59. And I'll ride that all day. You cool well, with that? Th- that is absolutely something we can do, and your odds would be at plus 106. You'd be getting a little over even money on that. Now, something I noticed on the app, Zach, and I wanted to get a little inside the app here, the Oakland Sports app. And again, all the information for everything going on at Oakland, Oakland.com, but make sure you get the Oakland Sports app set up, folks, if you haven't gotten an account set up yet. You can tease more than just six points, right? Obviously, it affects your odds, but you can do seven or even more than that maybe sometimes? Absolutely. So, um, depending on college football right now, looking at this game in particular, the USC-Utah game, the range actually is 18 points. So you could take USC all the way to plus 12 and a half or you could reverse tease it and take them all the way to minus six and a half if you think they're going to win by a touchdown. Okay. Well, 
There you so go. So there's a there's a very wide range of alternates available. Um, when it comes to the teaser plus options you see on the platform, the default options are what people would expect for default teasers. So that would be six, six and a half, and seven points. Mm-hmm. But you can always go in there and customize it, change it around. You'll see the odds update and reflect depending on what you choose, as you mentioned. But yes, that is an option, and that is something that the guests really, really love. Um, it's it's something I enjoy because, like we've said, it gets it let, it allows you to get what you want on the game i like that let's move on to the nfl zach and the super bowl favorites your buffalo bills as they've done been pretty much all year and they are pretty heavy favorites comparatively to everybody else yeah buffalo bills currently plus 375 the chiefs at 650 eagles 700 buccaneers at a thousand ravens 1400 packers 1400 the 49ers at 1400 and then the dallas cowboys moved their way back up to 1600 and the afc and nfc bills and Eagles are your favorites, as you would expect from the overall odds. Give me the top three or four in each, and everybody's going to want to know what the Cowboys are looking at. Absolutely. So the Bills plus 200, Chiefs at plus 333, Ravens at 700. And then at the NFC, a little more competitive, so I'll go deeper. The Eagles at 300, Buccaneers 450, Packers 600, 49ers 600. The Cowboys are at 700, the Vikings are at 800, and the Rams are at 900. Yeah, the Vikings are rising up. And I looked at their schedule, and Wes and I were debating the NFC North the other day. Who's going to win the NFC North? He's like, well, the, you know, the Green Bay Packers aren't going to win it this year. I said, well, I wouldn't be so sure about that. I will say they have a tougher schedule than the Vikings do down the stretch. And so the Vikings might be the team to back. I don't know. But I still got to think that Aaron Rodgers and those guys will figure it out. They start with the Jets this week, so they need to get back on track in a big way. Got smoked over in London by the Giants last week. By the way, that was a great TV audience. I like first thing in the morning games. Yeah, you get to halftime, you stop at church, come back, watch the end of the game. It's all fun. So uh, we'll see. Dallas 700. Interesting. If you buy well, them. And to, well, and to your point on the Vikings, NFC North, they are now currently the favorite. Vikings minus 130 to win that division. Packers, your second choice at plus 115. And then a big jump up to the Bears and Lions at plus 4,000. Yeah, if you like the Vikes, you better get on it soon. But, I mean, again, it's still hard for me to go away from the Packers. And I hate to be the same old, same old. And I realize every year is different. But it's hard for me not to pick the pack until I, I'm proven wrong. AFC South is wide open. That's an intriguing one. Both Tennessee and Indianapolis got off to horrible starts. Tennessee recently knocked off Indy. But basically a toss-up between those two and then you know there's other teams in that division that people like too with longer odds the Jaguars really had themselves set up uh, until they lost to Houston last week but yep. as we're looking at this Titans plus 160 Colts plus 165 Jags at plus 240 Texans at plus 3,000 yeah I think th- listen it's an overreaction a little bit everybody's got a bad loss just about at this point in the season except for the Eagles so I think when you look at the numbers I mean it's probably a little too soon to give up on the Jags and I think they got as good a shot as anybody else there well obviously other than the longest shot in that division and then your heaviest favorites as far as divisional races go, the Bills are currently at minus 715. Then you get the Bucks minus 625. And Zach, the Eagles continue to surprise. And I know this probably irritates Cowboys fans, but they are overwhelming favorites to win the NFC East. Absolutely. So we have a very intriguing matchup this week we'll get to, but the Eagles right now minus 305 to win the NFC East, the Cowboys at plus 300, then the Giants at plus 1100. Okay. And then KC's still at uh, minus 278 to win the AFC West. All right, let's move on to leaders. Give me the passing leaders and receiving. We've had a move as well as rushing. We've had a move, I believe, as far as the favorites because of some injuries. But let's talk about uh, our leading passers here. Josh Allen, top choice, plus 200. Justin Herbert follows him up at plus 350. 
then Tom Brady at 750, Patrick Mahomes at 750. After those four, big jump up to Joe Burrow at plus 2,000. All right, and then receiving-wise, Justin Jefferson for the Vikings has been almost unstoppable. He was at plus 700 last week. Now he's your favorite. Yes, big jump down. So as we allude to when we talk about these, when we see something that you spot as value or we spot as value, maybe we're not right, but you're right. If you see it, that's when you need to jump on it. Justin Jefferson, odds cut in half from last week. He's at plus 350. Cooper Cup at plus 450. Stephon Diggs at 550. Tyreek Hill at 800. Yeah, and that's because two is out, of course. Questionable for this week. I don't know that he's going to play. Teddy Bridgewater, apparently they like his chances to come back, but Tyreek Hill is going to have a couple of weeks where it's hard to collect yards without your starting quarterback in there. By the way, Jefferson leads the receiving race by just 20 yards over Cooper Cup, and I'm not going to lie, I put a couple bucks on Cooper Cup at plus 450 this morning because uh, I think there's some value there for the defending receiving champion. Rushing-wise, we've had movement all over the place. I got on Derrick Henry early. Should have waited. He's 1100 plus 1100 right now as one of the pretty good, you know, reasonable shots, but still pretty long comparatively to the favorites. Does have back-to-back 100-yard gains, but right now you got to look at Nick Chubb from the Browns. He's your leading rusher by 60 yards over Saquon Barkley, and then Josh Jacobs from the Raiders is next. No surprise. That's how the odds look at Oakland as well. Yeah, absolutely. Nick Chubb, plus 225. Saquon Barkley having a great season. Glad to see him back healthy, plus 400. Josh Jacobs had a wonderful game against the Chiefs. He's at plus 750. And then Derrick Henry at 1100. Let's look at our against the spread trends now. And the Atlanta Falcons are the only team perfect against the number so far this year, Zach. Nobody would have thought that probably if they hadn't looked into it. 5-0 and against the number. The Cowboys were the best team, I believe, in the NFL last year. They are 4-1 and against the number this year, along with the NFC East's Giants, the Chargers are four and one. Everybody else is three one and one or worse. Your worst teams this year, surprising. How about the world champion Rams? One and four against the number. Maybe a little overvalued on the line a few times this year. Washington's one and four. Minnesota's one and four. Vikings don't care. They're winning. Denver's one and four. I got them on the one time when they actually hit the number. Carolina, one and four. And Pittsburgh, one, three, and one. And then a couple other numbers I want to look at we haven't talked about much, Zach, is the over-under trends. Cincinnati and Indiana. Indianapolis have never gone over this season. So if you like to ride trends, look at the Bengals and the Colts as a potential under team. Now, of course, it depends who they're playing. Over trends, Detroit is 4-1 and one to go over the number along with Cleveland. And then Las Vegas is 3-1-1 one, and one to go over. Everybody else is under 75% on the over. So let's dive into some games here. Thursday, another stinker for Amazon, Zach. But again, a potential winner because this is basically a pick between the Commanders and the Bears. Absolutely, and it's even closer to a pick than it was this morning. We have the Bears now minus half a point total in this <laughs> game at 38. Okay, that is going to be interesting. I don't know what to do there, but uh, we'll look into it. All right, Ravens-Giants Sunday. Yep. Ravens currently minus five and a half going to New York and the total at 45. I like that. I like the uh, Ravens. I'm waiting for the Giants to come back to earth. Bengals at Saints. Rooting for the Saints. Not really feeling great about the Saints, but let's see what we got here. The Bengals currently minus one and a half headed down to New Orleans with the total at 43. Okay, the money moving towards the Saints here. We talked about the Jags. They're at the Colts. They can certainly get back into the mix. Maybe a three-way tie for the favorites in the AFC South if the Jags can pull this off. Absolutely good divisional matchup, and the Colts are minus two at home, total at 42. Vikes at Dolphins. No Tua, probably. 
So you got to kind of like the Vikings. And Teddy Bridgewater is certainly a very serviceable backup. Yes, um, Vikings right now favored by a field goal down in Miami, total at 46.5. Pats just shut out uh, their opponents last weekend, and they are on the road in Cleveland this weekend as a road dog, but not by much. Yeah, Patriots looked very good against the Lions last week. This week, uh, the Browns favored by a field goal, minus three at home, hosting the Pats, and the total at 42.5. Jets got a big win last week, going to Green Bay. I will tell you this, I think there are some concerning things going on in Green Bay, but they better sound the freaking alarm. No more R-E-L-A-X from Aaron Rodgers at the Packers fall to the Jets this week. They need to come out and make a statement. Especially after the way they started and played the first half last week to lose that game, I'm sure, was not a fun locker room to be in. Um, Packers currently favored by a touchdown over the Jets. Total at 46. How about Niners favorite at Falcons, Bucks favorite at Steelers, Cards favorite at Seahawks, Bills favored by less than a field goal at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are playing on a short week. That might be one to keep an eye on. And then the worst team, in my estimation, in the league, maybe other than the Commanders, Panthers, huge dogs at the Rams. That's a double-digit line. Correct, yeah. And just running through those, 49ers are minus 5.5. You have the Buccaneers at minus 8. The Cardinals minus 2.5. The Rams are minus 10.5. And then arguably the game of the week, the Bills is minus 2.5 going to the Chiefs. And the Cowboys on Sunday night. Everybody's going to be curious about that. They're going to love that one. The Eagles minus six, so come get your action. Uh, Cowboys are plus 210 on the money line. Eagles minus 265. Cooper Rush looks like we'll start at quarterback for the Cowboys again as well, so keep that in mind. And then Denver at LA Monday night. The yes, Chargers, the, that is. Yes, and the Chargers are minus five and a half, total at 45 and a half. 45 and a half. Definitely like the under there. I'm going to go under on Denver the rest of the season. Major League Baseball, bet on each and every game. The Dodgers game on Wednesday night, really good one, Zach, especially with you, Darvish, on the other side. And the Dodgers, followed by the Astros, still your favorites to win the whole darn thing. Dodgers plus 215, top choice. Astros at plus 270 with that great comeback win against Seattle on Tuesday. Yankees at 450, Braves at 750. And what's the Wednesday night line on the Dodgers game? Line for the Dodgers, minus 205 on on the uh, money line, and the total is at 7. Okay. NCAA hoops will be here before you know it. The Hogs are about to uh, have their red-white game on Sunday. They're doing some exhibition games, and they'll get into it here in the near future. Sixth pick behind Gonzaga, Houston, Kansas. Numbers haven't moved there. NBA regular season starts next Tuesday. So you got opening lines already out. We've got leaders in all categories. you got over-under wins on the board. And, of course, your champions. Who are our favorites in the NBA at this point? Yeah, so looking at the NBA, your top choice are the Boston Celtics at plus 6. 600, the Bucks at six. Or I'm sorry, co-favorite with the Bucks at 600. Then the Warriors at 650, Clippers at 700, and the Nets at 800. All right, we got to get a lock of the week real quick before we get out of here. We're going way long. Look out! I like the under in the Arkansas game. I like Baylor on a Thursday night or Friday night. Excuse me, is that right? Thursday night. I like Baylor on a Thursday night. I like Mississippi State minus six and a half at Kentucky. Not sure why the money is moving towards Kentucky. Maybe they think Will Levis is back. Love Georgia to blow out Vanderbilt. I like Alabama to win if. Bryce wins, but I don't know. You know what? I don't think I've taken Iowa State in a long time, and I'm still not going to, but i like them to catch 16 at Texas. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I think I'll go with Clemson. Clemson minus three and a half at Florida State. Rooting for the Seminoles. Riding the Tigers. Clemson by a touchdown. I'll take it as my lock of the week. And we got plenty to get to next week as well. We'll recap all this for you and look ahead to another whole slate of games. So join us next week right here on Oakland Game Day. Good luck, everybody.